What's up, you guys? This is Dark Shutter here, host of the podcast of everything. And in today's episode, I could be playing games. I could be talking about games. I could be doing a bunch of other stuff. But in today's episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different today. In today's episode, I'm going to be explaining villains in your favorite fictional cartoons and or your favorite TV shows and why not annoying not all villains in those tv shows or or movies are actually not necessarily evil i'm gonna get to this in um in a different point in just a second but if you guys have not already um gone ahead and donated to the podcast yet you guys can do so uh, you guys can go to anchor.fm slash TGS podcast slash support. That's anchor.fm dot, um, dot slash TGS podcast. I keep saying dot slash support. Uh, it's one of the worst days to do an episode in the morning because I'm always slow. But regardless, I'm going to keep my focus on this and let's dive right into the episode. So many of you guys are aware of multiple villains and different characters in TV shows and movies that have a necessarily, uh, you might view them as an evil personality. But what you don't know about some of these cartoon characters and movie characters is that is that some of them on the on more towards the I'm possibly gonna change perspective, some of them actually may have cor- corrupt thoughts, corrupt intentions, but not ne- but not necessarily act on said intentions. They're still villains, they just don't act on their villain side, essentially. So, I'm going to take some examples, some real life examples from different movies and TV shows, some old, some new you may be familiar, um, or may be familiar with. Now, you guys, um, if you guys are old enough, you guys will remember the Transformers cartoons, and not the newer ones like the crazy ones with the animal transformers that can transform into cars or transformers prime or rescue bots i'm talking about the golden age of transformer cartoons transformers armada energon uh transformers rid the 2001 series the 1986 series there are a few characters in these in these particular cartoons that are not necessarily evil in nature but they do count as villains and one of them and uh, one example i'm gonna pull his name is alpha quintessen or also called alpha q alpha q from the 1986 film and from transformers energon armada etc is all always is technically he's technically a prime but the way he operates is in conjunction with unicron is very is very aligned with his with unicron's belief system however Ra- um, rather, rather than act, rather than actually act on his uh, on his evil side in alignment with Unicron, he actually has he actually has more of the mindset of evil. But the uh, but you may notice in the series series and whatnot, the actions he does are not necessarily evil. For example, in 1986 film, he d- um, he does he does act evil to an extent. But 
Eh, he's more um he's more complicated than that and i'm and i'm gonna tell you guys my perspective on this for just a little bit what i see what i see what i see from him trying to have trying to have autobots executed is not is not necessarily it's not necessarily because he doesn't like them see if he didn't like them and he was just doing it on a whim that would be that would constitute evil but what it's more of a prosecution standpoint in the movie. In the movie, he's doing it more from a prosecution standpoint because the planet he's on, he is um, obviously the ruler over and obviously in cahoots with some of his partners and councils on that planet. And so they have an idea system and a belief system where they have to go in and whoever is trespassing, whoever is violating their terms, their territory, they go in and kill them. It's not to say the same with Transformers Energon, but it is on in alignment with the same idea. In Transformers Armada and Transformers Energon, which are actually um, actually prequel and sequel to one another, um, especially in Transformers Energon, all all conflict he was there to do is just power Unicron, get him Energon to revive him, and he's always there, sitting there in his little cave, sitting um, sitting there feeding Megatron, and sometimes sometimes um, sometimes feeding. Optimus Prime and others, kind of a little bit of some backdrop information, the things that they need. He's fueling the conflict, but he's not—he's not necessarily taking part in it. Like when he, when Unicron and Megatron finally do their thing and they get control, Alpha Q decides, hey. You know, I'm fed up with this. I fueled this conflict by feeding them lies, but I'm um which is which is necessarily corruption, but I'm not but I'm not going I'm not going to sit here and fight alongside Megatron or Unicron. I'm not gonna be pummeled by Optimus Prime. I'm not gonna get my butt kicked. I'm gonna run and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the heck out of here. That's the that's exactly what he does. He literally he literally takes he literally just but when we're repl in replacement from Megatron, he just goes. He's he's never to be seen from seen or heard from, and that and that's the part that is really is really different about some about some of these characters some of these characters have corrupt intentions but are not necessarily evil in the way that they act so they can be considered villains and still not technically technically be in the middle they te not technically are villains now i'm gonna use some children's some more children's um fictional characters because we need to talk disney um disney, i'm gonna go from the star wars universe to descendants um and i'm gonna especially be using descendants 3 and as, as an example because this is a because one of the characters in this it actually puzzled me as to why they were even on the isle of the lost but i'll get to that after star wars so in star so in star wars yeah let's um let's go ahead and take boba fett for an example and not boba fett from the movies i'm talking boba fett from the series and the mandalorian well boba fett as you know he takes over java's java's palace java's dead he helps the mandalorian 
yes, the Mandalorian and um, is actually technically a good guy for hire, so he's technically a bounty hunter. And Boba and Boba Fett is again is somewhat against the Mandalorian and somewhat with him in the beginning. And then the Mandalorian in the series, he just scoops him up and takes him along for the ride. And Boba Fett and and, the, and especially the Outer Rim as a whole are always known for corruption. But there are some character, there are some characters, especially Boba Fett, who are corrupt in nature. But the services and the um, the services to the public, the services to their business, quote unquote, business partners and our so-called heroes, are in such are in such a way where they are not they're e they have corrupt and evil intentions, but they're not technically villains. They're, Boba Fett is not really a villain. He's supposed to be, but it's actual. But in this case, it's perspective-based. It's not. He's not a villain. The reason why he's not a villain is because, especially in the movies, if he if he wanted to take out Han Solo and everybody there, what while he while they were there and he had the chance. If he was really a villain, he would have done so already. I think, but I think it's mainly because in those series and movies, Boba Fett, Mandalorian, a lot of them are just simply just contract killers. Whoever pays them, that's who they side with. If if a hero pays them, like they like one of the like the Mandalorian had to take Grogu back to, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but he, you know what I mean. He had to take him back home. Like they're like they're just bouncing back and forth. They're not they're not villains. They're just taking the money that they've been given, fulfilling the job, and then going back to being neutral. They can go from one side to another side, and then back to the middle, and then from that side to this side, and they can never ever ever stick with one side. The only way only exception the only exceptions are Jabba. And um, and I forgot what the blue guy's name is, but he's also a bounty hunter. Those are exceptions to that rule because they, because they work for no for nobody but bad guys, and they only take money from bad guys. In that essence, that's different. But when you're taking money from both heroes and bad guys and corrupt politicians, and you're just going wherever they send you. I mean that's I mean that's not necessarily evil. That's just that's just being like a privateer or what a spy is to a government who becomes a spy for one government, comes back, gives them their intel, resigns as a spy, takes five years off, and then goes to like another allied country, becomes a spy, does their work, and then and then goes elsewhere. It's about the same about the same thing. They're literally just taking money from who from the highest bidder and just doing doing their job, their dirty work, and then coming back home getting money from heroes and then just doing it that way that's lit that's literally literally all it is and that's the that's why that's why they're they're not villains they're just taking money and going wherever and now on to the descendants model and this is the last model i'm gonna use many of you guys who watch the descendants uh, movie descendants 3 especially may remember one of the seven dwarves uh his name is smee and he's on the isle of the lost big question mark why is he there well that's a little bit of a mystery we get a quite we get a question mark here because 
in the original movie, he, he's one of the seven dwarves, and the seven dwarves are aligned with Snow White. So you would you would think you would think that they would that they would actually put him on Ordon. They don't do that. This one, eh, this one's kind of tricky. So, me, some of the villains on the Isle of the Lost, I guess, are technically there. Some of them are there because of other reasons besides being evil. Some of them are not necessarily evil. They just put them there um, in, the, um, in that regard because of some of the intentions or actions they may have committed. While being major majority good, they may have had some issues with letting them stay on Ordon and they just kicked them out. And then, some, and then you know, sometimes um, sometimes you you get you get like rejects and whatnot who are I don't know just there for plot purposes that they just get put over there. So in this so in this sense in this sense this one is not the best example, but it is an example nevertheless of what of why some of these characters do not necessarily fit into the into the evil category yet they still uh, they still count as villains and as and, and as for some of the and as for some of those who are um who are also big anime fans um you can you cannot you can also throw lord Be lord beerus um the destroyer gods from dragon ball uh, you can um, you can um, you can throw Android Android 16 bef um, before he dies into the mix because um, because they they can they can act evil like beers could destroy a planet on a whim but their their reason why they're not villains is because they're necessarily is because they're aligned with heroes. Like Android 16 was created to be evil. That makes him technically a villain. He fights with them for a short time, but then after, but then after being damaged and all this other crap, he just goes back. He just goes about his way, leaves, acts peacefully, never to be seen or heard from again. Like that's that's the end of their story. Lord Beerus, he can destroy a planet on a whim. He he may he may be that may be evil, but he's not a villain because. I mean, gods are gods are gods. They can they can they can literally do whatever do whatever they want, and they have and they have and except for, except for Grand Zeno and the angels above him, he has nobody above him. No, he has virtually nobody telling him what to do. So if he wants to destroy a planet or cre or create a planet, he can destroy a planet or have we reverse it and create a planet. Like he just. He just goes with it, and he's also aligned with Goku. And Goku and them feeding him are only are literally preventing him from destroying the Earth. So, if you just stop feeding him, yeah, maybe he could turn back to evil. But he's he's getting fed, so you know he's getting that both getting a buffet and uh, possibly possibly growing fat. So you know that's uh, uh, that's I guess that little saying he's a little fat is a little extreme because he's quite skinny. But yeah that's that's part of it <laughs> that's part if not a whole of it actually all right then you guys i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode don't forget if you guys have not already donated i really would love to get some donations 
raising money is not ne is not absolutely necessary because i i do most of my stuff i self-fund most of my stuff but with you know with you know things that may need to be purchased like equipment and whatnot and expansion all that other good stuff it can it can really go an extra mile and i'm also ho also trying to host give i'm trying to host giveaways if you donate you'll be the first in line for those giveaways and you'll get access to donator only giveaways that are supposed that are going to be higher value than the giveaways i do for normal for like normal non-donators so you know you guys can always donate i take cash out too I, it's because Anchor system is one-time donation, and I mean not one-time. Anchor system is monthly donation, and Cash App is a one-time donation. And if you guys don't feel like donating like nine dollars ninety-nine cents, four ninety-nine a month for you know basic content, that basic content, and maybe and maybe a few things here and there, and you feel like you know you have some extra money to spend, you don't know what to do with it. You guys just want to get rid of it and you don't want to necessarily be charged every month for um, for donating you guys can always um email me at my email is tpoe.contact at gmail.com that's tpoe.contact at gmail.com just email me get the cash app um cash tag i'll even include it in the description and you guys can go in donate one time and never have to donate again like it's just that simple just that simple if you do feel like doing recurring donations like i said at the beginning of the episode you guys can always go to anchor.fm slash tgs podcast slash support that's anchor.fm slash tgs podcast slash support and just go in donate you don't even have to donate a lot 99 cents a month helps tremendously like 99 cents a month helps um helps a whole lot it helps me it helps me it helps me to like like pay, like say if i want say if i'm trying to think about expanding the soundcloud premium so i can get my podcast on soundcloud 99 cents a month helps a lot i raise the, i raise the money from the donations i get enough donations all that money collectively is enough. I put that money into SoundCloud. I put that into SoundCloud, and get it on SoundCloud. Or I have like a micro. I have like some expenses for like microphones or like pay or like paying for paying to get my podcast um, into like different events and whatnot that we ho that people host in person at conventions and whatnot and entry fees that sort of thing. That helps with that too um merchandise fund um like doing custom ink t-shirts that sort of thing for people to buy donations helps with that so if you guys don't if you guys donate doesn't matter how you guys donate it helps cover a lot of a lot more than you know even at the lowest like price for donating still goes a long way you donate 99 cents or more like i said get access to donator only giveaways some some donator only giveaways i'm funding myself some of them i'm not funding myself that's i'm um, some of the donation funds will be put back into that so you guys so you know in a way you guys are essentially getting what you put in right back out <laughs> and, and and then some you know because you got um because you know that's actually that's actually not a bad idea i mean i mean hey if you guys if you guys want to donate go ahead and donate it helps 
um so anyway if you guys have any questions for me like i said email me you guys can also send in a listener voice message or you guys can text um 252-651-1772 i'm dark shredder host of the podcast of everything and to those who want to know my real name i'm sorry you'll never know <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sorry i just have to put it blunt to you guys i'm not i'm never disclosing that and you'll never find out what i look like either it's people that's people um maybe in, maybe one day i'll do a face reveal but you know i'm just not right now maybe in the future i'll see or hear you guys in the next episode